0: EO Fire, 1,152. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you always got.
1: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The number one trait successful entrepreneurs have in common is they set and accomplish goals. Allow me to introduce my passion project, The Freedom Journal. This leather-bound journal will guide you in setting and accomplishing your goal in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com to find out more. Ignite. Hey, Fire Nation, check out 99designs for logos, websites, and other designs for your business needs to succeed. For a free $99 upgrade, visit 99designs.com fire. The key to growing any business successfully is to expand your online presence, and that starts with your website. Get started today at HostGator.com by using the promo code FIRE and the number 30. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Matthew, Kimberly. Matthew, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, yeah.
0: I'm sizzling.
1: (laughs) Matthew is the debonair and dashing founder of The School for Selling, the head of the Book Yourself Solid School of the Coach Training, and the author of the left-field self-help classic, How to Get a Grip. Matthew, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from in that intro and give us just a little glimpse to your personal life.
0: Absolutely. Well, Matthew Kimberley was born on the twenty third of June, nineteen eighty. Yay! Uh, the result of a tryst between his mother and father in a Paris hotel <laughs> nine months before. Paris. Uh, and that, uh, so they tell me. And now he—that's me—live uh, in Malta, which is a tiny Mediterranean island. Uh, halfway between Sicily and Libya with my Maltese wife and two kids aged two and five at the time of going to press. And I spend I I spend my time between uh, looking after my students in the school for selling, looking after our clients in the Book Yourself Solid mentoring program and the Book Yourself Solid School of Coach Training. My business partner Michael Port, who I know has been on your show uh, at least once, talks very very highly of you. By the way, John, Um, I don't know if he knows you as well as I do.
1: (laughs) He Um, actually (laughs) does not. I will verify. I try
0: try and I try I try and cool his jets a little bit when he's singing your praises. Uh, but we were very well together. I kind of lucked out and, and met Michael seven or eight years ago. And I, he was, he was, uh, I was his, sorry, let's get this the right way around. I was his client. So I paid him for access. And then after a while, he got me working for him for free, you know, threw me a bone every now and again, which I, I, um, I jumped on and lapped up and sucked up until eventually he felt guilty enough to pay me. So (laughs) I became, uh, he became my client. And, and then after a few years, he said, listen, we should, we should probably do this together. So uh, particularly with the rise of his heroic public speaking and, and public performance work, um, and his book steal the show. I, my more and more, my time now is spent running the book yourself solid family, So we help people get more customers, uh, service professionals. We help them get booked solid with more clients than they can handle.
1: Matthew, you and I have hung out literally around the world. Um, Just a couple of weeks ago, it was in San Diego for a great conference webinar, Ninja Live, with our mutual friends, Omar and Nicole Zenholm. Even before that, it was in the Philippines, brother, where we spent a week at Tropical Think Tank with Chris Ducker and others. And um, there's actually a couple things I want to say about that, because that was actually my first interaction with MK, with Matthew, Kimberly, Fire Nation. And I will say, rewinding back one year, you know, I was at the first Tropical Think Tank with Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield, some amazing, amazing speakers. And I was a little shocked and surprised that from that entire Tropical Think Tank... I was ranked the number one speaker by the attendees. Like It was a great honor. I was touched. So I came back, opening keynote for Tropical Think Tank number two, being like, I'm going to take it home again. I know I'm going to. I opened. I did my thing. You followed me on stage. So you were just the second speaker of what was like Mm -hmm. 10 or 12 speakers. And already, only 10 minutes into your talk, I knew that at best I was going to be second place. It was crushing.
0: I think the only reason that you weren't invited back a second time, John, is because you've already been invited back once. I don't believe I came top ranked speaker. I think I think I got thrown another bone by our friend Chris Ducker, who said, "Well, John can't come back a third time." So I think I think I was actually second place, but he, he kept that under his hat.
1: Let's just call a spade a spade. You are an amazing on stage speaker, one of the best that I've seen, and I've seen a lot. In fact, Fire Nation, he sold a Granny Smith apple. I want to say, was it for $20? It started at it, it 40 was, it,
0: it was $20 ultimately. Yeah. Ended
1: up being $20 from stage. You have to see this to believe at Fire Nation. Believe me, a Granny Smith Apple that he had bought a couple hours prior for a dollar, he sold for $20. That's how good he is on stage. I can't spoil anymore. But Matthew, what I do want to spoil is Fire Nation's realization of how you generate revenue today. I know you have multiple streams, so break them down for us
0: sure i try and break it up and i try and um uh you know make sure that i don't have any single point of failure that said i do have a couple that are bigger than the others so a lot of the work that i do with book yourself solid which is a huge worldwide brand it's been going uh longer than i've been in this type of business uh represents uh, an important chunk of my revenue so that's a, um that's a leveraged uh, program it 's a continuity program we have licensing deals we um, We train other coaches to teach the material that we provide to them and and then we have mentoring programs um, online mastermind programs, live events, live workshops, things like that that represents a chunk. I have a handful of private clients, a couple of legacy clients from when I used to enjoy going up and and training corporate. Um, organizations on how to be better salespeople. Uh, a couple of those ca- keep in those. Those are my absolute fallback. You know, if, if, if the mortgage needs to be paid and everything else has gone to crap, then, then I know that <laughs> I can show up and, and trade my time for cash. A little bit here and there from. Things like affiliate deals, promos, uh, I do, uh, some speaking, of course, you know, a speaking gig, one or two well-placed speaking gigs every month can, can, can make sure that my kids can continue to go to school and wear shoes and things <laughs> like that. Uh, I try. I try and keep it mixed up. I had a bit of a moment a few years ago. It was actually um, almost two years ago now. When my youngest son, who's two now and very healthy, was very unhealthy, and he ended up in hospital with heart failure for um, for like three months. Uh, he was four four months old when he went into hospital. He had a heart operation. A very very patchy recovery, and during that time, I was completely out of action. I was sat next to his bed in the intensive care unit. And I continued to earn money on the back of two or three sources of income. One of them was uh, my partnership with Michael um another one was a membership program that i was running at the time it was called the more clients please mastermind and i wrote to all of my members and said listen i don't think i'm going to be able to serve you at all and i don't know how long i'm going to be out of action uh and it, so if you want to jump jump and if you want to stay and talk amongst yourselves stay and talk amongst yourselves and most of them stayed and talked amongst themselves wow. which i put as testament to you know the great clients that i i, I lucked out on and in attracting and then things like book royalties still you, know, you don't don't nobody gets rich off book royalties. very few people get rich off book royalties but they still came in and i and i swore to myself i never wanted to be in the situation again whereby if i couldn't come to work for whatever reason the you know my family wouldn't be taken care of so i've very very um assiduously and deliberately since that point made an effort to make sure that revenue comes in even without me showing
1: up and that's why I love breaking down our guest revenue sources, because Fire Nation, you need to be thinking about these diversified streams, about these passive streams that you can be building. I know, Matthew, you also have School for Selling, which is a great program about doing just that. So there's just really cool things, Fire Nation, that you can develop so that you know when life takes an unexpected twist or turn, you still do have that fallback that you can go back to. Now, Matthew, I'm sure that that was one of the worst moments in your life that you went through with your son, just overall moments. But let's talk about a specific entrepreneurial moment that you would consider the worst entrepreneurial moment of your life. And take us there.
0: Sure. So back in 2007 or thereabouts, I started my first business proper. Up until then, I'd been a uh, a chancer, a salesman, an employee. I'd, I'd worked commission-only jobs. My appetite for risk was quite high, I felt. And eventually it got to the stage where I, I said, you know, I'm good at this and I can do better than the commission that I'm receiving from my employer. I'm going to become the employer. So I found an investor and I started a recruitment company was doing um, cold calling, boiler room style uh, sales to banks, to large technology companies, to engineering companies in Brussels, Belgium, where I was living at the time. And I felt, you know, I got the office decked out with uh, foosball tables and a dartboard, and I had a massage therapist who'd come in once a week (laughs) and take care of the guys, and, you know, I had had the logo plastered all over the walls, sponsored sporting events. It's easy to do with other people's money, right? So my investor... (laughs) Um, and I got on quite well until we didn't. Um, I think I was probably the worst person in the world to run a company and be responsible for other people. Now my staff liked me well enough but it got to the stage where I couldn't bear coming into the office after two and a half years I was sick as a dog I was I I, I, I bought into the adage that the harder you work the greater the rewards but I was going too far in one direction and that was down I was hitting the snooze button every morning before I came into work The, the prospect of doing seven days a week or even doing four days a week frankly was filling me with dread my walk to the office every morning, got longer and longer as I'd, you know, (laughs) jump into a coffee shop and uh, (laughs) have an important strategic thinking session, which lasted five minutes in the beginning and then went on to last an hour. And I thought eventually something had to give. The reason that it wasn't working out for me is because I was doing the wrong thing. Yeah. I was doing the wrong thing. I remember going on vacation with my wife just before uh, she was about to give birth to our first son. And... We couldn't travel far and, and it wasn't a particularly luxurious place, but it should have been a great break. And in the end, and I have no pride in uh, saying this, I'm not somebody who likes to wear my emotions on my, on my sleeve, but I cried. I cried every single day of that vacation with stress. Uh, I was stressed i was I, I was having to put together reports um, that listen the company was doing absolutely fine. The company was doing fine it was it was doing revenue the uh, initial investment was being paid back. There was a bit of money left over for distribution at the end of the year and we did one point something million in the first year, two and a half in the second year and and by the third year i I knew that if I carried on, I was going to be six feet under very rapidly, or I was going to be physically sick. I was, you know, on on route for a heart attack. So I said, that was my worst moment. It was when you think you've got everything. I had a staff of seven or eight people um, and a relationship with my business partner, which had turned toxic. It wasn't his fault. Um, it, it was probably my fault. But something had to give. And I knew that I I wanted to work on selling. And I wanted to work on helping people become better salespeople because that was the favorite part of my job, taking young guys off the street, training them up, turn them into salespeople. But I wasn't the kind of person who could deal with high levels of stress, (laughs) frankly. So I needed to find a solution that would make me happier. And one of my big regrets, John, is that since having that taste of, if I could turn back the clock, um, I, I'm not sure I'd actually be hanging around with this crowd, with us, with you, John. You yeah, know. I wish I'd never discovered entrepreneurialism because today i am never satisfied <laughs> and it's an affliction i was thinking about this is how seriously never satisfied am i well actually quite seriously i wrote a book how to get a grip it's a brilliant book you should buy a copy by the way total and um, i uh, you know what i'll send you a copy okay thanks. you know i'll send you i'll send you a couple <laughs> in that book i wrote a chapter which was you know the, in, in order to be happy you've got to be happy with what you've got and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have ambition and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't strive for more but you will be permanently dissatisfied unless you can be satisfied. And I go to bed every night today. Listen, I'm absolutely thrilled with the way life is going, but I still go to bed every night today thinking, how can I have more tomorrow?
1: Sound familiar? Sounds familiar, In Fire Nation. I mean, how much are you resonating with this story? I mean, I was Matthew Kimberly, and many people that are listening was Matthew Kimberly or currently are. You know, you're going forward in this life that that you're just dreading. You know, you're dragging yourself to work. You're hitting the snooze button. You're, you know, working yourself to literally death. And it's sad because you know, this is your one life. I mean, how long are you going to be squandering these precious moments that we have? And, you know, Matthew, Matthew very jokingly says he wishes he never met this crowd, you know, myself and others. And it's a complete lie because he couldn't be more thrilled because (laughs) now he knows, you know, what it means to be the captain of his own ship, to be the author of his own book. And he's writing his own words every single day.
0: That's the crucial thing, John. You've got to be the captain of your own ship now it doesn't mean that everybody out there has to be the boss i work very well in a team in fact, I believe that I work best with good people around me to keep me uh, well anchored and to steer the rudder to stop me going off at a tangent. It's one of the reasons I value my work with Michael and Book Yourself Solid so highly, because I am better when I'm part of a great team. Uh, but I was at the helm of my own ship, and it wasn't actually my ship. Right. I was running a recruitment company, and it, even though it was a path to riches, it came at a cost that was far too great for me to consider in the long term.
1: So what did Matthew Kimberly do? You know, he took the wheel of his own ship and he started steering it. And picture him, you know, a couple years ago, however long ago it was, dragging himself to work, dreading every day, you know, crying on vacation because he's so stressed out. To the flip side of being in Cebu, Philippines in the pool with JLD after he just crushed a talk that just, you know, got a standing ovation from a bunch of attendees. And now he's drinking a Mai Tai and we're about, you know, to go out to a great dinner. I mean, that was the life that Matthew Kimberly stepped up and grab. Nobody was going to hand that to him. He had to go get it himself. So let's keep this up, Matthew, because you just inspired us all with that story. But Let's talk about another story. And this one's going to be an aha moment that you've had along your journey that you know Fire Nation is going to resonate with. And take us there, Matthew. Tell us that aha moment.
0: So I left my uh, recruitment company. I, I walked away. I had a tiny little bit of cash in the bank. Uh, I had a son who I was finally getting the chance to spend some time with. And I didn't have much else. You know, I had my self. Uh, And I had what I was able to. Um, you know, pull out of my own hat. <laughs> and I realized that I needed to continue to pay the mortgage. And if I wanted to take my family to, uh, back to the Mediterranean where, uh, my wife was going to be taking a pay cut of something like 75%. Uh, wow. leaving, yeah, yeah. She was a, a lawyer with the European institutions in Brussels. And I said, listen, the Mediterranean is beautiful. Your family are there. Why don't we go back there? She said, well, it will mean a, an adjustment in our quality of life. And I said, no, rubbish. And in fact, our income is going to increase even if you're going to take a massive pay cut. Now it turns out she doesn't work uh at all anymore but that's by the by in at, in that moment i realized uh two things one i needed help in order to get what i wanted to get and two the only way i was going to get what i wanted to get is if i went out and asked for it Uh, So I needed to ask for help and I needed to ask for what I wanted. What I wanted was customers and what I needed help with was having something to sell them. So many, I I decided I was going to become a coach slash trainer and many of the coaches slash trainers I met during that brief journey of um, learning were trying to figure everything out on their own and they were investing a lot of time in honing their material. They were investing a lot of time in building websites. They were investing a lot of time in developing material. I didn't have the luxury of time. I knew that unless I spent money, I was going to have a problem. So I went straight out. I found Michael Port and I said, listen, let me give you some money. And in return, I want you to give me some material, some proven material that I can take to take to market and sell. Uh, and I, I got this fantastic system called the Book Yourself Solid um, small business marketing system, which I then went to friends of friends and friends of friends of friends and friends of and strangers. And I said, hey, listen, um, I can help you get more clients. And they said, well, uh, that sounds great. How many clients have you got? And I, I said, well, actually, it's not a.
1: Wait, including got, you. Any, uh, but,
0: yeah. all the, all the, the understanding that you sign up today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll only have one. But that, um, the, my biggest aha moment is that, um, a time is frequently more ex, uh, more, more expensive than, than cash. You know, when when, uh, when we get started, we tend to believe or our resources dictate that spend time rather than cash. And now I look for opportunities to spend cash rather than time. Uh, not to be profligate, but I think you understand what I mean. Totally. Uh, John. And uh, the second one was, if you can sell, then you will never be homeless or hungry. If you can sell, i.e. if you can go out and ask for it, my big um, aha moment was realizing that if I could ask for it and, and and ask someone to buy my thing, then I'll never be homeless and I'll never be hungry. Teach people, treat people right, mean it when you say thank you, offer to do the dishes from time to time, <laughs> and don't be afraid to go out there and ask for the sale and you'll be looked after. If you can sell, you don't have to have any other skills. You don't have to be... Uh, A great marketer. You don't have to be a great content creator. You don't have to be able to write. You don't have to be able to make anything. If you can sell, you can go and buy a Granny Smith apple from Starbucks for a dollar and sell it for a 2000% increase to the right people without any other skill. You can sell other people's stuff. You can sell your own stuff if you want. You can sell your time. If you can do that and we all have it in us. Some of us just need to work on the, the mindset and the strategy behind it. Then everything else can and will take care of itself.
1: Everything, Fire Nation. And I look at Matthew, your journey, I mean, it's exactly what I did when I started. I mean, you invested in yourself with Michael Port, and that gave you that fast-forward button. You know, I invested with Jamie Tardy and Cliff Ravenscraft as my mentor and as the leader of the mastermind that I was in. I mean, that was critical. So, Fire Nation, how can you invest your time, your money to press that fast-forward button? And Matthew, sometimes when your back is against a wall as an entrepreneur, when you put yourself against the wall and you have no option but to succeed, surprise, like you're going to succeed. I mean, you had a son and a wife that you were now supporting that you said you were going to support. When you have no other option but to be a success, it's really a lot easier to pick up that phone, to knock on that door, to make things happen. And Matthew, you've now really created an amazing life for yourself, for your family, for your wife. What right now, amongst everything that's going so well, is the one thing that has you most fired up today?
0: I'm excited about the small things. I'm excited about the small stuff that we teach at Book Yourself Solid, the small daily practices that we teach that can make a monumental difference. I'm really, really, really interested in getting the edge now. I'm interested in the 1% um, or the 2% activities that can give you the incremental edge of your competition. For example, um, people talk about networking, people talk about keeping in touch, people talk about um, email marketing. What about if you could do it 1%, 2%, 3% better? What about if you could um, add an extra tiny layer of sophistication to everything that you do to increase the likelihood of you getting closer to what you need to get. What about if, when somebody says, you know, I'm not really interested in purchasing your thing at the moment, you say, that's okay. I'll circle back in three weeks. What if you actually circle back in three weeks? Right. What if you're meticulous about your follow-up? What about if you say, I need to build relationships with 90 interesting, valuable, influential people uh, in my industry? What about if you draw write those names of 90 down and don't stop until you've made friends with them and you have their cell phone numbers? These things are possible. I believe that um, the, the 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 biggest difference for those of us who've grasped the fundamentals, which is a lot of us, the biggest differences are in the tiny, tiny activities that everybody else has overlooked.
1: Matthew, you said the words "getting the edge" in Fire Nation. You have to absorb that. I am actually now, as we speak, for the third time, rereading the book by Jeff Olson the slight edge because you can never, no matter how successful or how much failure you're experiencing in life, you can never forget that it's the little things you do right every single day that will add up in the long run to a massive, massive result in your favor. So I love that getting the edge Fire Nation, The Slight Edge is a great book. And Matthew, your podcast that you did with Omar Zenholm on $100 MBA, where you talked about the 90 days was mind-blowing. So Fire Nation, get in there, 90 days, 90 people. It's it's a great, I mean, it's, it's a formula to follow. And we have more of this stuff coming in the lightning round, Fire Nation. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Have an incredible website you want to share with the world, but your current website host is letting you down? Reliability, support, security, and scalability, these are just a few of the top priorities HostGator focuses on in order to best serve their clients. HostGator even offers free website transfers for new accounts, which means their expert team will move your existing website for you. In addition, their award-winning 24-7, 365 support is unparalleled in the hosting world. Need help? Reach their team via chat, phone, or email Anytime. To top it all off, they've just raised the bar by introducing their brand new managed WordPress product. This includes a new high-performing cloud platform, malware scanning and removal to keep your site safe and seamless scalability. That means you never have to worry about your site going down due to an increase in traffic. Get started with HostGator today by using promo code FIRE and the number 30 for 30% off. Just visit HostGator.com, enter promo code FIRE and the number 30 today. Small business owners like the rest of the world can't seem to get enough of social media. Facebook says there are now over 40 million active small business pages. That's a lot of noise. For your business to stand out, you need the kind of design that makes people stop and stare. Cover images, banners, and profile designs are now only $49 at 99designs and can help you reach thousands of customers. Your cover photo is the best place to ignite your Facebook page, to give it the wow factor it needs. Designers at 99designs can help you showcase your brand front and center for a professional facebook cover design or any graphic design to help your business stand out in today's social world try 99 designs you'll have dozens of designers competing to deliver the best design when we ran our logo contest we had over a hundred designs to choose from fire nation can get a 99 dollars upgrade of services free by visiting 99designs.com Matthew, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yeah, bring it on. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
0: Fear of failure.
1: What is the best advice you've ever received?
0: Came from my mom and my dad. They said, if you're not enjoying it, don't do it.
1: What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
0: Keeping in touch with people.
1: Share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation contactually
0: Contactually contactually.com i use it every day
1: if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join number one how to get a grip by matthew (laughs) kimberly fire nation lock that down and also book yourself solid by michael port what's a book to join those two on the bookshelves
0: you know, one of my favorite business books is one that many people haven't heard of. It's called How to Get Rich by a guy called Felix Dennis, who is behind Dennis Publishing. Uh, he had Maxim Magazine and um, PC User Magazine and, and Mac User Magazine and Men's Health and all of the others. Um, multi, multi-millionaire, eccentric Englishman. This is the only business book <laughs> I know that's full of poetry. Literally. He also writes poems. It's a brilliant book, How to Get Rich.
1: And it's not super long, and he has an amazing beard, Fire Nation. Now, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Matthew, is how to get a grip available in the Audible bookstore? You know, it's not. I mean, with the voice that you have, how can this not be the case? Listen, task for you. Go to acx.com after this. Sign up. That's audible. And you can sit down, just hit record on any kind of recording device. Read your book out loud. Kick some Matthew Kimberly one offs that are just hysterical. Get it up there, brother.
0: You know what I should do? I should schedule another chat with you to talk about traditional publishing.
1: Oh, I would love that. And I know Fire Nation would too. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Matthew, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? People.
0: I do people. That sounds awful.
1: <laughs> no, would, that's going to be what I use at the beginning of the show. I love it.
0: There, there we go. I would, I would, I would do relationships. I would, uh, plunk myself down in a bar or a watering hole. Um, I'd, I'd work out who my target market is and then I'd get to know the most influential people in that target market. I would build personal relationships with people who already have relationships with lots of other people. Let's say I want to sell something to every dentist in Florida. I can either go door to door or or pick up the phone and try and call every one of the 25,000 dentists in Florida, or I can build a relationship with the president of the Floridian Dental Association, because he's already got all of their numbers. And one word from him will get me in front of all of them. So I'd build relationships with people. I'd spend that $500 on, on, on drinks for other people.
1: Love it. And Fire Nation, once again, like I said before, Matthew Kimberly has the recipe for relationship success. So check more about what he has going on. And Matt, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye.
0: I want you to go to the schoolforselling.com forward slash fire where well, I've got something very special for Fire Nation.
1: I love the tease. I love the tricks. What about social media?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, I think I'm on it. Um, <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Matthew Kimberley and Twitter, MJ Kimberly and Instagram, Matt Kimberly. And yeah, that's, that's, that's probably
1: all. Awesome. And that parting piece of guidance. If you do what you've always
0: done, you'll get what you always got.
1: Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with MK and JLD today, so keep up the heat, and head over to eofire.com. Just type Matthew in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with links to everything that we've talked about today. Of course, visit directly theschoolforcelling.com slash fire for Fire Nation specific gifts and so much more. And Matthew, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit EOFire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, answer any questions you have, and give you a special gift. Visit podcastersparadise.com to claim your spot today. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite. Ignite.